holy name. Lord, you are truly the only living God. You're the only righteous God. You're the only perfect God. And we worship you. With the fruit of our lips, we offer up a sacrifice of praise. For you are our king. You're wonderful. You're gentle. You're kind. You're perfect in all your ways. You're counselor. You give us peace that surpass all understanding. And we bless your holy name. Lord, you're so good to us. You allowed us another opportunity to say, Abba, Father. And we lift our hands and thank you. We bless your holy name, Lord, for keeping us, for saving us. Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy that endured through all generations. Lord, we thank you for the word that you prepared today, our daily bread. In advance, we say yes to your word. By your stripes, we are healed, that we're more than conquerors. And if you be for us, who can be against us? So we thank you for your word. And Lord, we thank you for the children in this ministry. We decree Psalm 91 over their lives. You protect them. You guide them wherever their feet may try. And we thank you and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on and put those hands together. You're the only living God. Church family, and happy holidays. As you know, normally when I come up to do the announcements on every fifth Sunday, I normally start off with a, a fun fact or a light joke. But today, as we turn the page on 2019, rolling into 2020, I think it appropriate that I have a small prayer for us all. A prayer for the new year. Lord, whether we leave behind a year of joy or whether we leave behind a year of joy or of trials and difficulties, we pause to give thanks. Thank you for being with FCM every day of every year. Thank you for making all things new and for giving FCM the grace of fresh starts and new beginnings. Remind us of your presence in the days Remind us of your presence in the days to come, even when we feel pushed and rushed by busyness. Be glorified in all our lives in 2020. Amen. Amen. Happy New Year to you all, and Happy New You to you all. Again, I said Happy New You to you all. Before we go into the uh, announcements, just a few words of appreciation and expression. A note from Sister G. To our wonderful Faith Center Ministries family, thank you all so very much for your generos generosity Christmas gifts. Pastor G and I also appreciate all the love you all have shown to us and our entire family. We love you all. Me Mega much, Pastor C and uh, Pastor and Sister Gridiron. Mega much, that's a new one on me. To the great church at Pomona, Jackie and I would like to thank all of you for your love, support, and generosity during the passing of our father and her sister. We really love you and realize that you truly are the great church at Pomona. It meant so much. Thank you so much, Dwight and Jackie Woody. Dear Pastor, dear Pastor G and our FCM family, thank you so much for our Christmas gifts. 
Thank you for being someone who shares the lights of God's loves in so much that you do and in so many special ways. Elder, and sis Elder Ulysses and Sister Henderson. With warmest thanks, grateful hearts, and deep appreciation for your thoughtfulness as you took your time to bless our share and care ministries of the giving of gifts of dolls, candy, prayers, and blessings with uh, crooners, dancers, songs, and a very blessed service. Thank you, thank you, Sister Cheryl Lindsay and staff, Pastor and Sister Gridiron. We wish you a merry, and merry Christmas and happy holiday. Now on to the announcements. <clears throat> Couples Fellowship, this Friday, January 3rd, 2020, 7.30 to 9.30 at the home of Jeff and Donna Hunter. Amen. It's, that time of the, it's that time for the annual Couples Fellowship potluck. All married and engaged couples are invited to come out and enjoy a fabulous night of great food, fun games, and plenty of laughter at the home of Jeff and Donna Hunter. Please sign up with Lynette Winston, Teresa Culberson, or Shante Carter, or respond to email with food items you wish to bring. Unfortunately, babysitting will not be available, so please, no children. Please invite other couples to attend. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. The prayer line, the FCM prayer line is available Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Please join us as we bring our petitions to our Heavenly Father. The phone number and the access codes are listed in the bulletin. That concludes the announcements for today. And again, happy holidays to you all. Happy New Year. And again, happy New You. Two thousand and nineteen. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We thank you for the year of two thousand and twenty. In which we are expecting great things. And Father, we just simply say thank you today. And we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. As we embark upon this journey, O oh God, we pray that your spirit will be with us to lead us and to guide us, O oh God, order our steps. And Father, we thank you for the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And God, we just give you praise for the ordering of our steps. Let your spirit lead us and guide us. Direct our path, we pray. When times look difficult, oh God, and things seem uncertain, God, you make clarity out of all of it. And God, we thank you. And may we not be discouraged or disheartened, but God, we give you thanks for all that you're going to do and all that you are doing right now. And God, we just simply say thank you. Come on, let's say thank you. Come on, give him praise. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your kindness. Thank you for your mercies that are renewed every morning. 
And God, we thank you. Great is your faithfulness. And God, we just simply say thank you on this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Now anoint these lips of clay that they may speak with clarity your word and your word would fall on good soil. Good soil. And produce some 30, 60, and 100 fold. We pray in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. We thank God. Praise God also for Ariana Howard that is in our midst on today. Amen. Now, where are you in New York? Cincinnati? Okay. Bless the holy name. We're just grateful to have her in our midst on today. Thank you for the blessings of the Lord and how he has blessed you to arrive safely here. And I know you're in good hands with the Brown family. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. And to all of you others, God's children that are here on today, uh, for Brittany's friend, praise God, I won't embarrass him, but I just say thank you for being here on today. Amen. And for all of you, God's children, may the blessings of the Lord be with you. Amen. Amen. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Well, here we come. Now, uh, let, let, me, let me make it clear so Lynette will know what I said. We will not be meeting on Wednesday night, neither on Tuesday night. So what did I say? We're not meeting on Wednesday night, we're not meeting on Tuesday night. I'll see you in the year 2020, if the Lord says the same. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. And all the time. Thank you, Lord. In the book of Genesis, the book of Genesis and the 50th chapter and verse number 20 and we'll start with verse 19 and read down to verse 20 One of my favorite stories in the Bible is the story of Joseph. Because Joseph entails just about everything we're going to experience in life. And it just highlights God's possibilities and God's ability to do what he says he's going to do, even though it doesn't look like. And so you can't look at what you see or what you hear. You just have to believe the Lord and trust in him. Amen. Because the enemy is out to destroy, is out to kill, to delay, to discourage, praise God. But God says, my word is true. And if God said it, it's going to happen. Somebody give God praise for speaking it. The reason why I like this story so is because it just tells of God's infinite possibilities. Even though you're going through some tragic times, or you're going through some difficult times, or you're going through some 
strange situations and things you don't understand, yet God is in control. God what is in control. And many times in life, we don't understand what we're going through. Neither do we understand why we're going through it. But God has a plan. And God knows what he's doing. Somebody ought to give him praise. Come on, hallelujah. And our function and our job is just believe our way through. Just have faith and faith your way through it, amen. And believe what the word of the Lord says. And that's what the fight is. The fight is to believe what God says in, despite, in spite of opposition. And all of the opposing forces that are trying to discourage you, go to God from believing what the Lord said. But God's word is true. And this story, as I'm getting ready to highlight today in the book of Genesis, in particular, verse number 19, he says, And Joseph said unto them, talking about his brethren, Fear not, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. You thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. To bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. I'm sorry, right. The 50th, uh, book, of, 50th book of Genesis, verse 19 and 20. Look at somebody and say, there's a story behind that saying. There's a story behind that saying. Hmm. But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. To bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. To save much people alive. How many of you know that that's the role of faith center? Come on, how many of you know that that's the role of faith center? To save much people alive. Come on, hallelujah. And many untold numbers of individuals have come through Faith Center. Some of them have received their life again and been blessed and gone on. Hallelujah. They're all over the United States as they've passed through this journey through Faith Center. And we thank God for each one of them. And we give praise for each one of them. And each one of them has a story to tell. The story behind this saying is a very complicated story. It's a very difficult story to understand because certainly if you were writing the story, you would make it a different situation. So the question is, how do you get Joseph into Egypt from where he is? How do you get Joseph into Egypt? when he's over in Canaan land. 
I got to get Joseph into Egypt if he's going to do what they, I purpose for him to do. He can't do it in Canaan. He's got to do it in Egypt. But I got to get him into Egypt. So how do I go about getting him into Egypt? It's a long story. It's a good story. And you should read it, praise God, in the book of Genesis and take your time to read it because it's long and it's lengthy and it's complicated and it's, it's uh, mystifying and uh, challenging, glory to God. But at the same time, it is a good story. Look at somebody say, it's a good story. It may be similar to your story. It may be similar to some things you've gone through and some situations and some conditions and trials that you didn't understand, but God had a purpose behind it. Because Romans 8.28 says, For we know that all things work together for good to them who love the Lord and are called or decalled according to his purpose. According to his purpose. Now we have a purpose. And we think we have a purpose. We think we know the purpose. But God has a better purpose for us. And God's will must be done. Somebody ought to give him praise. Come on, God's will must be done. This story begins, praise God, at the birth of a young man. They called him Joseph. Joseph, praise God, was a very unique individual, very unique person, very strange and different from the rest of his brothers. Because Joseph was a dreamer. Look and say he's a dreamer. How many of you have ever dreamt something, or had an idea about something? You praise God. You felt that God was going to make you this or that, or you thought you were going to be this. Maybe you made a declaration that this is what my life is going to be about. And then all of a sudden, life does not happen the way you think it ought to happen. And challenges come in and make things difficult and glory to God. And you begin to question, was I right or was I wrong? What is it, praise God, that I'm supposed to do? Well, Joseph was a dreamer. He dreamed some dreams. And the dreams he dreams were controversial dreams because, glory to God, they were not in alignment with today's culture or, or that day's culture or that day's custom. Amen. It was not customary for the youngest child, praise God, to be the leader of the family. It was customary for the oldest child to be the leader of the family. But here, in this situation, this dreamer dreams a dream in which everybody bows down to him. Now, you ought to imagine that, praise God, that, oh, glory to God. He's got some older brothers and brothers, glory to God, that are tougher than him and been through a lot more than he's been through and experienced. And then all of a sudden, glory to God, here they are being challenged by this young man saying, I dreamt that all of you bowed down to me. Now, that ought to get you in trouble in the first place. Amen. Telling that, boy, you better get out of here. You and your dreams, too. But he dreamt that dream, and then he had nerve enough to go back and dream another dream. And this time, not only did his brothers bow to him, but his mom and dad bowed to him. And he told the dream. 
he told the dream and his father said to him boy what's wrong with you are you trying to tell me that you saying that your mama and daddy that I and your mama gonna bow down to you as long as with your brothers and sisters he said you better get out of here so it didn't start off good for Joseph and his dream looked like it wasn't going to take place because glory to God it wasn't customary it wasn't part of the tradition and here praise God this young man was telling his dream and spreading his dream and every time he told the dream his brother hated him and hated him even more every time he spread that dream because he said, no, 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 we ain't bowing to you, boy. Oh, and they got angry with him and looked like, glory to God, the dream of everybody bowing to him and coming to him was not going to come to pass. It looks like maybe your dream is not going to come to pass because of life's circumstances. But never give in to life's circumstances. Stand on the word of the Lord. Come on, somebody. And if God said it, it's going to happen. Hallelujah. And we ought to give him that praise for making it happen. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Somebody ought to give him praise. Thank you, Lord. And so they hated him. And one day out of circumstance, because it's in the God's plan, Sometimes we don't understand why we go through what we go through. But God has a plan for it. It could be shaping you. It could be making you. It could be developing you. It could be making you place God in a place where God, or taking you to a place where God wants to use you. Somebody ought to give him that praise. Come on, hallelujah. Stay focused on the vision. Stay focused on the dream. Stay focused where God has taken you. Come on, don't give in and don't give up. And bless his name. It may look like, glory to God, things in life are overwhelming you and overshadowing you and overtaking you, but don't give in to it. Hallelujah. Stand fast in the presence of the Lord and in the power of his might. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Thank you, Lord. And so, glory to God, he went out one day and to check on his brothers and see how they were doing, and glory to God. And as he went, the brothers were all conspiring against him and said, Behold, this dreamer coming. Don't worry about what people call you. You can't be moved by what people say about you. Come on, Hallelujah. You got to only be concerned about what God says about me. What does God say about me? What does God believe about me? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody ought to give him that praise. And so, glory to God, this young man went to greet his brothers, and the brothers conspired to kill him and said, no, we're going to get rid of this dreamer. And if we get rid of the dreamer, we'll see what happens to his dream." And so they thought evil against him. That's why he said, you thought it for evil. But God meant it 
for good. Sometimes people that are treating you badly are in the will of the Lord. Come on, somebody. Because they're helping you to develop the person that you ought to be. Somebody ought to give him that praise. They're taking you. See, oh, glory to God. As a child of God, as a servant of God, you got to know how to go through some tough times as well as the good times. You got to know how to handle the bad times as well as the good and pleasant times. Somebody ought to shout praise him. And if we're not strong enough, hallelujah, you won't be able to get through the tough times because tough times are coming. Now, I know we're all excited about 2020. But I'm going to tell you, there are going to be some tough times, too, in 2020. And we got to be tough enough to go through it and still believe that 2020 is going to be a good year. Somebody ought to shout praise him. In spite of what's happening, in spite of what's going on, glory to God. How I believe that 2020 is going to be a banner year. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Oh, glory, glory, glory. And it might just like be like Joseph. year didn't start out right maybe some bad things happened some you got some bad news you got some sad news and you got some tough news and some crazy stuff was going on hallelujah and all of that is designed to distract you from what God's ability to do for you through you and what God is going to do to you somebody ought to shout praise him don't ever throw in the towel. Don't ever give up. Don't ever, hallelujah, say it's over, hallelujah. Because it's not over until God says it's over. So this young man, blessed the holy name, came to greet his brothers. And the brothers conspired and they said, come on, let's kill him. Now, you know, that's a dysfunctional family. When brothers decide to kill you, come on. And some of us think we're in a dysfunctional family. We haven't seen anything yet. Come on, hallelujah. This boy, hallelujah, they said we're going to kill him, hallelujah. And, and then we're going to fabricate a story and tell his dad because his dad loved him more than any of the other sons. We're going to get rid of this boy and his dreams and dreams and dreams and hopes and all the other stuff, glory to God, we're going to get rid of him. And so the Israelites are coming and they said, and you know, one thing about God always has a way of preserving you through mess. Come on, through mess. God has a way of preserving you through mess. God has a way of preserving you through evil intentions. Come on, somebody. God has a way of making you through, taking you through the tough times and the rough times and helping you to go through it. Glory to God. Come on, everybody, just lift your hand and say, thank you, Lord. So this young man, this young man, this young man was thrown into a pit. And the Israelites came and pulled him out of the pit. And the other God, another group came by and they sold him, praise God, and he went down into Egypt. Now, let me ask you a question. Those of you that are authors and those of you that think, praise God, you can write and how you can tell stories and so forth. Can you think of a better way to get Joseph out of Canaan into Egypt? Come on. Why does he have to have his brothers try to kill him? That's an awesome, terrible thing to do. Yet, 
That's what God's plan was. To get him out of Canaan into Egypt was his brother's going to hate him and try to kill him. Come on, somebody. But then there's going to be an older brother that's going to try to save him. And the older brother saves him because of the destruction of the younger brothers. Glory to God. And, and, they, and, and he gets up. Uh, they take him up out of the pit, glory to God, and don't kill him. But then they can't find out what happened to him. Because the Israelites have come along and stolen him out of the pit. Somebody ought to give him that praise. And God has a way of preserving your life. And God has a way of making things work all right. Somebody ought to say, thank you, Lord. And God doesn't take very much, praise God, to make your life all right again. Somebody ought to shout praise him. It's just like that the thing that Elder Brown, Elder uh, Henderson was saying, glory to God. I see a cloud about the size of a man's hand. And the, and the man said, that's all I need. That's all I need. That's enough, glory to God. See, God doesn't take very much to do what he's going to do. Somebody ought to shout praise him. We think he takes a lot, but God can take a little bit and make something out of it, just like he did the two little fish and five loaves of bread. Come on, he fed 5,000 people with it. Somebody ought to shout praise him. And we ought to say, that's not enough, but God said, that's enough. Ooh, glory to his name. Thank you, Lord. And so, glory to God, this young boy sold into Egypt. As a slave, he's 17 years old. 17. That's not old. I think Devin is 16. So somewhere about Devin's age. He was sold into slavery into Egypt. Hmm. They were trying to get rid of the dreamer and get rid of the dreams. But if God gives you a dream, glory to God, don't give up on your dream. Come on, somebody. If God gives you a dream, don't give up on your dream. Glory to God. And so here he is, glory to God, now in Egypt as a slave. But there's a scripture in the text that says, glory to God, in the storyline, there's a scripture in that it says, but God was with him. That's everything the Bible that's all you need to know is, is God with me? Come on, is God on my side? Is God with me through everything that I'm going through? Hallelujah. Is God in the center of it? Somebody ought to shout praise him. And if I keep God in the center, everything is all right. Somebody ought to shout praise him. And everything not is going to be all right. Everything is all right. It's all right before it even begun. Hallelujah. Because God was with me. Who did my boy and that's what they said about Joseph. God was with him. And everything he did prospered. He was a slave, but everything he did prospered. And they put him in charge of the books. They put him in charge of development. They put him in charge of the house, praise God. And oh, glory to God. Everything he did touched and turned to gold. Somebody ought to shout praise him. And when the anointing is with you, somebody ought to shout praise him. The enemy can't keep you down. When the anointing is with you, things are going to prosper and be in good health. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Somebody ought to give him the glory. Hallelujah. Because you have God on your side. You don't have to fight your own battles. God will fight them for you. Thank you, Jesus. 
And so, glory to God, as the story continues, they put him in the house of Potiphar. Potiphar was the captain of the guards and all, and, and in control of the prisons, Lord of God. And all of a sudden, hallelujah, Potiphar had a wife. When things are going good, look for trouble. When things what are going good, look for trouble. Because trouble just might show up when you least expect it. Because you've been mesmerized by good. And you think that everything is going to happen in life is going to be good. But then you find out, uh oh, it's not good. So Potiphar had a wife, and Potiphar's wife said, Ooh, that's a nice looking young man, Joseph. And she said, Let me talk to this good looking boy. He's a handsome little fellow. And perhaps, glory to God, he and I can make a thing going on. Uh, so if you're handsome, don't worry about it. Look for trouble. Yeah, if you're beautiful, don't worry about it. Look for trouble. Don't get caught up on yourself. Don't get caught up on you. Come on, somebody. Need a baba shata. So anyway, glory to God. She tried to seduce him. And in the process of trying to seduce him, glory to God, she, he, Joseph said, whatever you do, stay faithful to God. Whatever you do, what? Stay faithful to God. Joseph said to Potiphar, how can I do this? I'm the second in command of this house. The master doesn't even know what he has, go to God, except he come by me. He's put everything under my authority, go to God. And how can I do this to him? Stay faithful to the Lord. When temptation comes, stay faithful to the Lord. When trials come, stay faithful to the Lord. When heartaches come, stay faithful to the Lord. When trouble comes, stay faithful to the Lord. Come on, somebody, give God some praise. Stay faithful to the Lord. Now, now, now let me throw a sideline in here. And even if you're not, <laughs> he's still faithful to forgive. Come on. He's still what? Faithful to forgive. Because he's going to have a way. He's going to make it come to pass. Come on now. He's going to make the word of the Lord come to pass. Somebody ought to shout praise him. We can't mess it up. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Thank you, Lord. So one day he's in the house by himself, and she comes in. Part of his wife comes in and tries to seduce him, and the boy says, I need to get out of Dodge. So he runs out of the house and leaves his coat in her hand. And she takes the coat and says, See, this Hebrew boy that you put in the house tried to seduce me, and I've got his coat, go to God. And he hollered and screamed and ran out of the house. Somebody will lie on you. But you can't be trusted in lies. Come on, somebody. 
You can't be fearful of what people are saying about you. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Because all you want to know is, the Lord, are you with me? And are you on my side? Are you directing my path? Somebody ought to shout praise him. And if you're on my side, if you're directing my path, then glory to God. No matter what they say, glory to God is what you say that counts. Somebody ought to give God some praise today. Thank you, Lord. So make a long story short. The master comes home and she lies to him and says, this is what the boy tried to do. And They put Joseph in prison. Joseph stays in prison for three years. Stays in prison for how long? For three years. Thank you, Holy Spirit. During the time of the three-year period, the king's baker and the king's butler have a dream. And they're thrown into prison. And they need somebody to interpret the dreams. That's one of the, the gifts that God has given Joseph. That he can interpret dreams. And if you have a gift from the Lord, listen, your gift also. It doesn't mean that what the scripture says, but your gift will make room for you. If you're gifted, somebody ought to shout praise him. Let your gift work for you. Somebody ought to praise him as you give glory to the Lord. And so Joseph was gifted in dream telling and interpreting dreams, glory to God. And so all of a sudden, the, king and the king's baker and the king's butler had a dream and they both dreamt almost similar dreams, glory to God. And Joseph interpreted dreams for both of them. One, he interpreted for good and the butler says, okay, you're going to be restored again. And the baker said, Ooh, that sounds like a good thing, brother God. So let me tell you my dream, and my dream is similar. He said, oh, but it's bad news for you. Don't live on anybody else's dream. Live on your dream. Tell your story. Your story is the best story that is being told. Develop your own relationship with the Lord. Hallelujah. And so finally, glory to God, after making long story short because I got to close this up and hallelujah Joseph is forgotten the butler gets out the baker gets out and Joseph is forgotten but whenever you feel like you're being forgotten don't believe that God has forgotten you don't believe what that God has forgotten you. God knows where you are. God knows you're in Cincinnati. Is that where you're in Cincinnati? Amen. God knows you're in Cincinnati. And God will be favor in Cincinnati. Come on, somebody. God will be with you wherever you are. Somebody ought to shout praise you. No matter what the place is, it may look like you're all by yourself, but you're never alone. I will never leave you nor forsake you, saith the Lord. Somebody ought to give God some praise. So never feel like you're fighting this battle all by yourself. That's the three Hebrew boys. They'll tell you. He was with us in the midst of the fire. Don't worry so anyway, glory to God. Joseph, glory to God, is in prison. He's forgotten. And, but then all of a sudden, God makes something happen. God will make a way for you out of no way. 
He lets the king have a dream, glory to God, and nobody can interpret the dream, glory to God. And then finally, the butler remembers there's a man named Joseph down in prison who can interpret dreams because he interpreted my dream. Don't get so angry that you can't use the, your gift to the glory of God. Somebody ought to shout praise you. But when you use your gift to the glory of God, guess what? God will come back and repay you big dividends. Somebody ought to give him that praise today. Come on, don't get angry. Don't get frustrated. Don't get disheartened or glory to God. Confused. Hallelujah. Because Joseph had interpreted that dream. They remembered him. And then glory to God. They called for Joseph and said, the king has had a dream and he needs somebody to interpret it. And they called Joseph and Joseph comes up and interprets the dream. Now, all of this is done while he's in Egypt. Somebody say, why he's in Egypt? While he's in prison, somebody ought to shout praise him. God is still working on his behalf. Somebody ought to give him that praise. Just because you're in a negative situation, don't think that God cannot make something positive happen in your life. Somebody ought to give him that praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so finally, glory to God, Joseph interprets the king's dream. And he said, listen, there are going to be seven years of plenty, seven years of famine. You need somebody that you can find that's good enough and knowledgeable enough to know how to take care of the good times and save in the good times and not spend it all, but prepare for the bad times. How many of you know that you need to prepare for the bad times? Come on, amen. I encourage everybody here to get a savings account. Uh-oh. He stopped preaching and went to meddling. No, no, I'm serious. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you, you may be prospering right now, but you say for the bad times. There are going to come some lean times. There are going to be some situation conditions. Glory to God. When you need to have, have just a few dollars in the bank account. Come on. They're having a car break down on you doesn't bankrupt you. Oh, y'all serve a big God. Y'all serve a big God who can do big and great things. Come on, somebody. Come on. Have a, anyway. So glory to God. The dream, he interprets the dream, and the king says, Ooh, and, and, and Joseph says, you don't, have to, you don't have to promote yourself. You don't have to promote yourself. God will promote you to the place where he wants you to be. Somebody ought to shout praise him. You never have to tear anybody else down in order to go up. If you start tearing people down in order to go up, then you're not going to stay up long. Come on, somebody. You're going to be down too. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Glory to God. And so people around him said to the king, he, he, he looked like he, he the man. He looked like glory to God. And so the king says, well, you had the dream. 
you interpret his dream and you had the wisdom to know what to do for the dream. And so since you have the wisdom, glory to God, I'm going to promote you and make you the second in command of this kingdom of Egypt. Somebody ought to shout praise him. God can take you from prison into the king's palace. Somebody ought to shout praise him and make you second in command. Somebody ought to give God some praise. Somebody ought to give him some praise. Somebody ought to give him some praise. Just because you're down and out right now doesn't mean you're going to always be down and out. Somebody ought to give him praise. You may be, oh. I hope he doesn't mind, but I remember, I remember Elder Brown testifying. Testifying that he didn't even have enough money in the bank to go to the ATM. Because at the ATM in those days, you had to have $20. And that's all they were dispensing was $20 bills. Somebody ought to shout praise him. And he didn't have enough, praise God, to go to the bank to get $20. Somebody ought to shout praise him. But look at him today. Somebody ought to shout. Come on, somebody. And God is saying to you, look, praise God, where I can take you to and bring you from. Somebody ought to shout praise him. So don't look at where you are right now as your permanent residence. But look at the possibilities of God. The infinite possibilities of God and what God can do in your life. Somebody ought to shout praise you and God can make it happen. Hallelujah. I'm expecting great things. Come on, somebody. How about you? Are you expecting great things? So they brought him up, glory to God, and made him second in command. They said, put a ring on him, glory to God, and put a robe on him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then get him in a chariot and put him in a chariot. And wherever he goes, people will bow to him. So his dreams started coming true. And he took care of his God and stored up all for the lean years. The, in the prosperous years, he stored up, glory to God, and stored up, preparing for the lean years. And then finally, when the lean years started coming, famine was great in the land but Egypt had enough because they had a man of God who told them what to do God had given him the vision and the plan told them what to do glory to God and he did it glory to God and Egypt was prospering even though everybody else was suffering somebody ought to shout praise you you can stand out in the middle of the crowd somebody ought to shout praise you you can be the one being blessed in the middle of those that are not being blessed you can be the only one prospering somebody ought to shout praise you and let's give God the glory oh come on give him glory give him glory give him glory give him glory let me, let me, let me, let me, let me wrap this up. Let me wrap this up. I'm, I'm not being braggadocious, but I just want to show you how God can do it. When I prayed to the Lord and I asked the Lord, Lord, get me out of this post office. Lord, get me out of this post office. Two weeks later, they brought a postmaster general in and he wanted to reorganize the post office. And in reorganizing the post office, they eliminated my job and combined it with somebody else's job. And that meant, praise God, that I'm going to have to bid for my job that I did for a long time. 
but I wasn't mad. I was happy. As a matter of fact, I was the only one happy in the post office. Amen. Because everybody else was saying, well, what you going to do? What you going to do? What you gonna? I'm saying, man, I'm getting out of here. I'm gone. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. God couldn't have done a better thing for me. Somehow to shout praise him. And he looked at me like I was crazy. Hallelujah. But I'm thanking God because he answered my prayer and he made a way out of no way. Somehow to shout praise him. So you could be the only one that God works for. Somehow to shout praise him. But you stand fast in the glory of his presence and the power of his might. Somebody ought to give him praise. Ooh, glory to Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, let's give him one more praise. Let's give him one more praise. Just one more praise. One more glory. One more hallelujah. Woo! So here it is now. This young boy, hallelujah, is riding high. His brothers are still in Canaan. His father's still in Canaan. The famine hit Canaan, and now they got to go find some food somewhere. And the father says, I heard that they're selling food down in Egypt. Go down to Egypt and buy some food and get some victuals for us so we can survive and live. So they had to go to Joseph to buy the food. And those brothers go to God all win except for Benjamin. Everybody else went and they tried to buy the food and go to God. And then Joseph saw them, but Joseph made himself so that they couldn't recognize him. And Joseph saw his brothers buying food, go to God. And he said, now take the money and put it back in their knapsacks. Don't let them, glory to God, leave town with food and money. I mean, with food and no money. And so the king, yeah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I have one, baby. I have one, baby. It should be right near you. Hallelujah. Yeah, it should be in there somewhere. Yeah, okay. Yeah. My wife's trying to help me. She's a helpmate. Thank you, Doc. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. So anyway, glory to God. Now, where was I in the story? So, what was that? Money in the knapsack, thank you. And so they put the money in the knapsack, and when they got back home, they opened up the knapsacks and found all the food and the money, too. They're trying to figure out what in the world is going on here. Glory to God. And so they, there's some more to the story. You read it, and it's a good story. You read it. And so, glory to God, it's in the book of Genesis, the last few chapters in the book of Genesis. And so, glory to God, and they, spent that food and ate that food and then they ran out of food again and they wanted to go back and buy some more food and the father said go back and he said we can't go back because glory to God we promised him that if we come back we're going to bring our little brother with us and I know how you feel about Benjamin and we can't take Benjamin with us and not come back somebody ought to shout praise because we don't know what's going to happen hallelujah so finally the father acquiesces and Benjamin goes back with them and go to God and they buy the food and 
Finally, Joseph reveals himself to his brother and says, I'm Joseph. I'm the one who tried to kill. Glory to God. I'm the one you tried to destroy. You meant it for evil. But God had a master plan. Come on. God had a master plan. And all that I went through was to save lives. Somebody shout praise you. All that I suffered through, glory to God, was to make me stronger. Somebody, and to make me better. Somebody shout praise you. And I'm a better person today because of what I went through. Somebody give God some praise. And you're a stronger person today because of what you've gone through and what you've been through. Somebody give him praise. And you are a better person because of who God made you into. Thank you, Lord. Can we get a praise? Can we give a praise? Thank you for making me stronger. Thank you for making me mightier. Thank you for making me believer. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, talk about I'm stronger. What's that song say? I'm stronger. Wiser. Better. Much better. There's more to it. But you're stronger because of what you've been through. Give up our shot. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we wonder, why did I go through that? Why did this happen to me? Why, 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 Lord? The Lord has a great purpose for you. Somebody ought to shout praise him. And the Lord is making it happen in you. Somebody, so he's developing you into the person he wants you to be. Somebody ought to give him that praise. And he developed Joseph into the person that he wanted him to be. And he prepared him to do the things that God had designed for him to do. Thank you, Lord. So finally, go to God. The father is moved into Egypt and he's fed and he's taken care of and and the brothers are wondering all this time, why is Joseph so good to us? Why is Joseph so good to us? We know because it's because of the father. The father's living, and as soon as the father dies, he's going to come and get us. He's going to get us, call somebody. You know how we are. Long as mom and dad in the house, come on, somebody. I ain't going to bother you. Hallelujah. But don't let them leave. I had a sister like that. Come on. One of my older sisters, not my younger baby here. Hallelujah. One of my older sisters was like that. Glory to God. She just messed with me, messed with me, and messed with me because she knew mama was in the house. But I said, one day mama going to leave. One day mama going to leave. And mama left. And mama left, and it was on. <laughs> It was old. I remembered everything she did. I remembered everything she tried to do. I remember everything she thought to do. Somebody shout, but and I jumped. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo! I paid the price, but it was so much fun. I paid the price, but it was so much fun. Glory to God. Cause Mama taught us, don't ever hit your little sister. Don't ever hit your big sister. Don't have any female. Come on, somebody. But I didn't care. It was payday for all those things you did to me. 
And that's what the boys thought. They thought, Joseph, as soon as daddy dies, he's going to come again. And daddy died. And when daddy died, this is where this verse comes in. They said, Joseph going to get us now. Come on, let's go to Joe and make our peace with him. Let's, come on, let's appease him. Let's do something, prayer to God, to get him not so he won't be angry with us. And Joseph looked at the story, looked back over his life and how God brought him up and brought him through and brought him out. Somebody shout praise him. He, he, he had every right to be bitter. But he said, I can't be bitter because the Lord's been too good to me. The Lord's made a way out of no way for me. The Lord has done so much for me. And that's why he said, am I in the place of God? Y'all fearful of me? Don't, am I in the place of God? I'm not going to do you harm. Because God has been good to me. Has God been good to you? Come on, in the year 2019, has God been good to you? And I know we're praying that he'll do even better in 2020. Somebody ought to shout praise him. And things are going to be better. We believe that things are going to be better in 2020. Come on, somebody. And we believe there's going to be a great overflow and abundance of things to come. Somebody ought to give him that praise. Thank you, Lord. That's it. Come on, somebody. Give him praise. All of you that are expecting something good in 2020, give God praise. That's it. That's it. That's it. Glory to his name, that's it. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. I'm with you, I'm clapping too. Thank you, Lord. While I'm preaching, while I'm preaching, let me just say this at the end. Sister uh, Jackie Lewis is not with us because Keyshawn had to rush her to the hospital. Amen. And she wasn't feeling well and Keyshawn took her to the hospital, glory to God. And let's all bow our heads. Father, in the name of Jesus. Sister Jackie is our beloved sister in the Lord. And God, we lift her up now before you. That ever, whatever is bothering her, you can make it right. For you are the healer, you are the deliverer, you are, oh God, a fixer. And God, we thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And we give you praise, O oh God. God, the doctors, give them wisdom, give them knowledge, O oh God. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus and make everything all right. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Come on, stand up and give God praise. Come on, give him praise.